Do you want happier and more committed clients? Do you want to give people more value for their money? Of course you do. All of that and more can be achieved with goals-based investing, a financial planning approach that puts your clients' many goals at the forefront of their investment plan. I'm Brian Borzakowski, and welcome to the Goals-Based Investing Podcast, a 10-part series where we explore the idea of goals-based investing, a concept developed by Ronald Janssen, Managing Director of Goals-Based Planning at Ortec Finance. In our second episode, Ronald looks at how the approach he developed can result in more satisfied clients and how goals-based investing can enhance your practice. Ronald, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here again, uh, Brian. Ronald, I want to talk about the impact of goals-based investing. How does that approach help clients? Yeah, when you look at this approach, uh, we see different developments in different regions. But in, in general, we see that more and more wealth managers are picking up the goals-based approach. You see there is a big discussion around fees in di- different regions. So it's the question, do we add extra value for the fee that it's asked uh, to the client? Or do we lower the fee with the same added value as we have now? But there are discussions around costs and uh, investment advice. And it's really expensive to give advice ongoing. So uh, you see the levels of estimate management are increasing to still give investment advice. So everybody is looking for extra added value to bring to their clients. Do you find that uh, clients who take the goals-based approach investing, you know, are they more focused? Are they more committed? Um, maybe speak to kind of what you've seen around that commitment to investing. Yeah, what you see, especially in uh, bad markets, uh, when there is a downturn in the market and the returns are negative, yeah, we had clients that advised the half of their clients with the goal-based approach and the other half, they, they were not approached yet. So there you see that in a downturn uh, of the market, it's about do you stay invested or not? Or do you like to go from the investment to cash? And then you see you have a really other discussion because uh, when people want to reach their goals, they need to stay invested. When they go to savings, they also need to adjust their goal. And that's what most of them don't want. Of course, there are a few clients that are invested and don't want to take the risk anymore. But most clients stay invested because they still want to reach their goals. So do you see people staying committed and invested even in times of market volatility? How does the goals-based investing approach help them in, in those situations? Yeah, in, in, in those situations, um, in the goal-based approach, you give insight in the risk on the short term and the long term. And by giving that insight, you, you manage their expectations in a better way compared, for example, in the case that uh, yeah, companies are using a, a, the questionnaire to determine the risk profile and don't give insight in the different risks around the investment portfolio. Of course, the advisor is explaining all the risks, but uh, giving insight on the, in the personal portfolio of the client towards the client's is important because then you manage the expectations of clients in a better way. And that is the reason why they are more committed and they want to stay invested to reach their goals in the end. How do you find that the goals-based approach fits within different market developments in, in different regions? Yeah, you see the different regions, the market is in a different phase. So when you look at, for example, Europe, there you have the regulations around NIFID. But you see that it's really important to define a goal and to also uh, look at suitability. You see in North America, yeah, that's a little bit less important, but you see that's more and more important to connect to the client and bring the goal-based approach to 
translate the goals into a uh, really good investment portfolio. So managing the expectations is important in all markets. And that's uh, really what you do with a goal-based approach. You mentioned costs earlier. Um, talk a little bit more about that. Uh, what have you seen when it comes to the cost of investment advice? And what are the consequences if those costs increase more from here? Yeah, when you look at the fee discussion and the cost of giving advice to clients, you see that uh, yeah, the estimate management is increasing uh, per client to still give advice to clients. And yeah, then you can go in a way that you increase the fees for advice but it's already quite high, or you go in the direction of standardization. And then, yeah, it's maybe uh, that, that you offer more model portfolios to clients or standard portfolios. Uh, another direction is to automate investment advice. That's also what you see in different markets, but then you yeah, really need to have a good algorithm because yeah, when you look at all investment titles, yeah, it's, it's really big market. So, but it's also a, a way to go. And there you see also a shift from added value on the investment portfolio to bringing uh, added value more on the client-centered approach, for example, the goal-based advice approach. So there is a shift from more the product to the client thinking. And there you also see that yeah, you can monitor the investment portfolio for a client, but you can also, of course, uh, monitor the goals of the client and bring added value in that area. And that's really new in all markets because the digitization is not so far in different markets and also the goal-based approach and defined goals for clients is not so far in different markets. So I just want to clarify that. So um, you're saying that the investment side of this will become more automated, automated, more model portfolios. So investors, that goal-based approach will become more important for advisors because they will have to bring kind of a different value if the investing side is more, more automated. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. And you see in, in the industry, a lot of things are done around the investment portfolio. But the client side is really starting off because you also see a know your customer that's becoming more and more important in different markets. CRM2 also in the Canadian market is really important. So financial organizations know more and more around the client and then you get more information of the client. So you also need to do something with that. This added value discussion is a big one in in the advice community, and how you know you 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 offer these holistic plans. What more can you give? A lot of people, advisors, are still kind of focused, I think, on investing and need to shift. So I'm I'm wondering, where do you see the future of added value? What more value can advisors add, and and how do they do that? Yeah, when you look at the added value, it's always a balance between how much effort do you need to put in uh, on the one hand, and the other one, what's our clients willing to pay for that. And uh, there you have different levels to go. And uh, what you see is you can bring added value by connecting goals to portfolios in, in a quite simple way. That's one start. And on the other hand, you can also make a financial plan, uh, what takes more time and also more maintenance to monitor. So but you can already start with the connection with goals to portfolios take a more holistic advice. So not only look at one portfolio, but multiple portfolios and multiple goals and bringing added value by giving insight, realistic insight in the risks of that certain portfolio in connection with the goals. So it's also giving insight in risks and monitor that over time so you can uh, manage the risks for that specific client. And uh, just overall in the wealth management industry, do you see um, uh, sort of bigger evolutions there as well? 
Yeah, the, the bigger, bigger evolutions are driven at least by the availability of digital data. So that's an important one because when data is digitally available, you are able to automate certain services. So that's a, a, an important driver. And yeah, you see more and more data is available. And then it's also uh, possible to give a more client-centric advice and go in more holistic direction. So uh, that's an important uh, evolution, I think, in wealth management. And it's really the challenge how to do that in a very efficient way. Another one is, uh, I think, also working with goals, manage the risks for clients around portfolios, but also in relation to goals, and really help your clients to realize these goals by giving good guidance and giving alerts at the right moment. Um, obviously, you know, all of these things that we're talking about will affect the advisor's practice, their business models. Um, how do you see that evolving in the future, just the way that advisors kind of run their business? Yeah, when you look at uh, the knowledge and how they uh, guide clients, you see in the past, it was really important that the advisor had a lot of knowledge around the investment portfolio, the investment universe, Yeah, what's happening in the market. And of course, that's still important because they need to explain what are, what's the impact of the market development uh, on your portfolio and how to manage that in, in, in a good way. But what you see is that when you look at the business models, it's really important that you manage more clients in the same time because of the fee discussion. It's really important to do, to do that in a very efficient way. So um, you see that that's an important driver, how to manage more clients in the same time with the same or more added value. Uh, and we see that's in, important that you bring added value in connecting with the client characteristics. So that's an important one. And the other one is that it's really important that you keep your clients, uh, manage their expectations so they stay invested with your company uh, because it's more expensive to acquire new clients than only manage your existing clients. So it's really important to manage your own clients and existing clients in a very efficient way and manage their expectations so you keep your asset management within your company. Where do you think we are in the evolution here? Do you see more advisors offering goal-based investing? Are they um, adapting to the shifts we're talking about or is there still a long way to go? Yeah, it's a good question. When I look uh, 10 years back or 20 years back, I thought it, it goes fast. But when I look back at the moment, I think, yeah, it, the industry is making steps, but it's it are small steps. I have the feeling that it's going faster the last two, three, four years, because there is really an evolution in digitization and the availability of digital data. So uh, I have the feeling it's going faster. But when I look back, it's going quite slow. And you see now there is a, a bigger need because there is more discussion about fees. Clients expect more because other services around digitization, Apple and uh, banks, but also the supermarkets, you can uh, ask to, to bring your goods to your house. So everything is more digitized now and clients expect more. So I think the, the speed is going up into the goal-based approach and putting the client more in the center. Great, Ronald. I think we'll leave it there. Um, lots more to talk about on uh, the other podcasts coming up, but uh, thank you so much for being here. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Till next time. 
On our next episode, learn how goal-centered conversations are more meaningful for clients and how goals-based investing can help you deliver better advice. This is the Goals-Based Investing Podcast. Thanks for listening.